0: The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus departed from there and came to his native place, accompanied by his disciples. When the Sabbath came, he began to teach in the synagogue, and many who heard him were astonished. They said, Where did this man get all this? What kind of wisdom has been given him? What mighty deeds are wrought by his hands? Is he not the carpenter, the son of Mary, and the brother of James and Joseph, and Judas and Simon? And are not his sisters here with us? And they took offense at him. Jesus said to them, A prophet is not without honor except in his native place and among his own kin and in his own house. So he was not able to perform any mighty deed there apart from curing a few sick people by laying his hands on them. He was amazed at their lack of faith. The Gospel of the Lord. So today our Lord goes back to his native place and begins to teach in the synagogue the same way that he's been teaching all over the region. And when he goes there, he's immediately met with this kind of criticism. Not really direct criticism, just like, uh, don't we know who this person is? Isn't he the carpenter, the son of Mary? Aren't his brothers and sisters here among us? Who is he to tell us anything? Because we know him. And there's a saying, familiarity breeds contempt. And so, because they know him or they think they know him, our Lord's unable to perform any mighty deed there. He's amazed at their lack of faith because they think they know him and they're not able to receive him for who he is because they already think they know. And when we reflect on this passage in the light of our own lives, Rather than familiarity breeds content, it might be that familiarity breeds apathy. Like things can become very, very normal to us because we're just kind of used to them happening. When I was studying in Rome, every day I would walk from the Casa Santa Maria, which is right by the Trevi Fountain, which is a very famous place, and I'd walk down the street and I'd go by Piazza Navona or uh, Piazza Venezia, where there's this huge like monument that's kind of iconic. And I'd go a little farther down, and I'd walk by the Colosseum. And I'd go a little bit farther down, and I'd go by, like, the baptistry that Constantine built. And, you know, this is, like, amazing. Except that after I was there for a few weeks, I was just like, ugh, Colosseum. Like, a bunch of Christians were killed in there. I need coffee. And we just kind of get used to seeing these things. We just get used to seeing these things. And sometimes I would have to check myself when visitors came and I was taking them to these places and they wanted to be, they were like spellbound by everything and I'm just like, uh, can we go now? Like there's coffee over there. So familiarity can breed apathy. Just kind of, I don't care. And if we're not careful, we can fall into that in our own spiritual lives. We, just as much as the people in Jesus' native place, can kind of lose our wonder and just kind of go through the motions. Like every day, I think it's very possible, and I've probably done this myself, you come to Mass, you kind of zone out during the homily, Uh, the offertory starts, your kids are crying, you're distracted, And then everybody's getting up, like, oh, it's time for communion. And so you get up, and you walk up, and you receive the Eucharist, and you go back and sit down, and, like, you're trying to get your kid to stop crying. Like, you just receive the living God into your body, and we can lose our sense of wonder. And I'm not criticizing or judging, because I can do the same thing myself. But if we're not careful, if we don't guard our hearts, we can end up in this kind of state of apathy. Our goal is to always receive our Lord as if he's somebody new, as if there's something more to learn about him. There's something more that he wants to reveal to us about our lives. There's always space to fall more in love with him, to grow in our sense of wonder, For, about, for the last couple of years I've spent a lot of time traveling and, and I'm basically doing the same presentation over and over and over and over and over again. Like I started doing these parent talks here that some of you came to about four years ago and now I'm doing these priest conferences in all these different dioceses and it's basically the same presentation. And I was talking with Father Eckridge last night actually and he was like, man, I would be so bored if I was like doing the same content like all the time. But in reality, it's not really boring because I'm just talking about Jesus and what I've seen him do in the lives of people and what I've seen him do in my own life. And, and it's actually really exciting to talk about him because he's the one that I love. You know, and just so we should be excited about talking about the ones that we love. I love asking couples, like, tell me how you fell in love. And sometimes they'll get really excited and they'll kind of laugh and they'll joke. And I know they've told the story over and over and over again, or they've revisited it over and over and over again, but it never gets boring for them. And we should, like, go back and reflect on those stories. Like, how did you fall in love with your spouse? Or how did you fall in love with our Lord. And the telling of that story rekindles the fire of love in our own hearts. And it staves off that kind of apathy. St. Paul says that He's been given this thorn in his side so that he doesn't become too elated, so that things don't become normal. So he's always aware of the fact that he needs a savior. And so we too, we need to always be aware of the fact that we need a savior. That there's always another part of our heart to surrender to him. That our Lord is always somebody new in our lives. That there's still more of our heart to surrender. That there are still mighty deeds for him to do in our lives. That's what we believe as Catholic Christians, that we're meant to walk in the way of conversion, which means that our hearts continually are transformed by the love of Christ who has entered into the world to change everything. And so today, let us pray for the grace to encounter our Lord as someone new. To recognize that we don't completely know him. But that we're invited to continually get to know him. That we're invited to fall more in love with him each day. Let us ask for the grace to rekindle that fire of love in our own hearts. That his grace and his love and his mercy may transform our lives and glorify him. As we bear witness to his love. In our families, in our workplaces, and in our communities.